I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Welcome, welcome. I'm your host, David. And I'm Wolfie. Taco's not with us tonight. Taco's not here. We we just can't seem to get all of the gang in one on at one time. No, he's. uh, (laughs) I think he worked a lot of extra this week. Um, uh, Did you listen to last week's episode? I didn't get a chance to. No, I did not. Do you even support the 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 cause? Yes, I do support the podcast. (laughs) I just I was on vacation, so I didn't have a chance to listen to it. Oh, but you downloaded it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. As long as you downloaded it. You might not have to actually download it. I thought it just played. <laughs> well, all the other ones I listened to just played. <laughs> where, where do you get your podcast at? You oh, know, because we're available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, yes, Spotify, <laughs> Anchor. Uh, Spotify, you're on Spotify too. Yeah. So you know uh, that, and uh, because I pulled it up while I pulled it up while I was at work, and I played it. Hey. While I was in my control room, we're on stereo and too. People were like, "Who? Who are those? Who are those people talking?" I said, "One of them's my friend David." I said, "Can you guess who the other one is?" And the guy's like, "I don't know which one's David." I said, "The guy talking right now is David." And then I broke in and I said something. I said, "Now who's that?" I don't know who that is. Oh my gosh, you're so stupid. <laughs> And you want to go be a trooper, <laughs> which I guess would be fine. And I'm trusting you. <laughs> a lot of them six. that I know aren't, aren't geniuses either. Yeah, you're trusting him with your six. So, but uh, I'm, like, no, I'm sitting in the room with you there, Dingleberry. But you know, we yeah, we recorded last week, uh, which uh, you should go back and listen to. It was, it was a good episode. Tim, mm-hmm. Tim, Tim phoned in. Um, he didn't quite make it uh, from his house over, so he he did a phoner calling in um uh, but greg was here in studio he came in and uh, so we had we had a good uh, good episode um but then uh, this week um as we were going through pulling some things looking through it you know there's uh, a lot of the uh the usual you know the covid the biden the uh go ahead I get the feeling that they're just ginning up the fear again yeah, because they got midterm elections coming up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I imagine we'll have uh, even more, uh, and uh, and the election audit stuff. Is they've been doing to be the forensic audits. Too. Yeah, that, all of that's supposed to. Yeah. some of those results. And they've been finding out. some discrepancies. I don't know if any of it will overturn the election, but there's been a lot of very 
interesting memes and stuff that I've seen uh, about the uh, voter ID laws that are being proposed. And they're like, there's that one of one of the more interesting memes gave a list of all the things that you have to have a photo identification to do, and it was a very extensive list. It was like you know, it's pretty much open a bank account, buy a house, buy a gun, just about just about everything that you can do as an adult. You know, uh, buy cigarettes, buy beer. I mean, just the whole nine yards, all kinds of stuff. And the one thing that you don't have to show an ID for is to vote in a lot of places. And I just don't think that's right. Anything that makes it easier for a Democrat to cheat, that's what they're for. (laughs) Oh, we'll we'll harvest these ballots. It's okay. You know, if they don't vote the way we want them to, we'll just, you know, we'll just correct them en route to the voting, to the polling place that we're going to drop them off at. Yeah, that was some of the conversations That's what we, we had do. last We're week. Democrats. Yeah, we talked about last week some of the uh, if if you were the 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 president or you were the man in charge, you're the power over all of this. You're the puppet master over all that's happening right now. If your goal, if your end goal was to control the people, um, what would be all of the steps that you would do? And comparing it to what's going on now, well, you'd want to control the elections. You'd want to control the people that are in Mm -hmm. power, uh, whether it's local, state, or federal. Um, So if you can control which they're trying to pass with that, what is that H1 bill trying to pass, make it um, all the election processes federally governed. Um, And that shouldn't be. Right. That goes against the Constitution. Right. And they're talking about uh, the Capitol Police now um, giving them um, nationwide jurisdiction. Um, And they're going to start setting up the first two states they're talking with California and Florida, setting up Capitol Police. um, Basically, like, you know how the state police have the local posts, um, the way I understand it. So then... As that would continue to grow, then, then you have a a nationwide police force. Um, I don't see why they have to do that. They've got the FBI, right? Well, because and then the, thing, the FBI, the FBI has been weaponized, and they pretty much they're running, they're they're throwing shade for the Democrats, right? Twenty four seven. But the but the like FBI they won't, is they won't investigate any Democrat for any wrongdoing, right? But the FBI is still only going to control federal law enforce federal law so it's kind of like let's say you've got a state um you know you shouldn't have a federal police officer enforcing state law well that's what they wouldn't even be enforcing any law they would be i would see them as a step into enforcing um mandates in the areas like you know, say some of the states that the governors have issued different mandates, yeah. different and things I mean, it's, it's, that we're going to, like, say, with some of these gun laws. And then you'll have a lot of these local county sheriffs saying, we're not going to enforce that because that violates, you know, Second Amendment. The Constitution. Right. So this would be that step to fill in all those areas of the local enforcement not being there because because you're going to have local enforcement that's going to say no we're not going to enforce that because it it violates the constitution 
when then this way they could uh, step in and do it. You know, my view as to why they would want that. It still just comes down to more government control, more federal control. Right. Um, and that's something we don't need. Right. So there's the elections. There's the police force. They're trying to control the guns. So as soon as you can eliminate the ability of the people to uh, to resist and to fight back, that's another step. Um, the ability of the people to, uh, well, to earn, to make a living. If you're deciding who gets to earn and who mm -hmm. doesn't get to earn, you're making more and more every day mm -hmm. dependent upon the government just to survive. I mean, that's another step yes. in that direction. Um, the communications, because they're, they're limiting the ability. If, if the people can't, you know, resist, and they're not going to be able to uh, resist if they can't assemble together. So if we're eliminating their abilities to assemble together because of COVID, and then through social media, we're eliminating their abilities to even communicate with each other. What is it that? What was it that the lady says on the TBS show about the? Uh, uh, one man's uh, hate speech is another man's challenging the status quo. Oh, yeah. Um, that's in our opener. Um, yeah. And so, I mean. That's what's her yeah. name? The blonde-headed lady. I can't, rem I can't remember her name. But see. And Everybody that's on the it. left hates her. Um, how, can, how, can you, how can you say it's misinformation? If a certified, I mean, like if a doctor comes out and says, hey, look, you know, I'm a doctor. I have this experience. Right. And this is what I see in, in what is going on right now, medical-wise. How can that be misinformation? He's using his training and experience. If he were put on a stand as an expert witness, he would be allowed to say these things. Right. But just because it's coming across social media, he can't say it because it goes against the narrative that they want to, uh, that they want to put forward, that everything, oh, it's safe and there's lollipops and rainbows and unicorns and it's, it's okay. Go ahead. Get the vaccine. You know, it's, it's no. Here's, here's one of those. Clips. <clears throat> Number one, when Donald Trump was pushing it through, I still didn't want it then. And I don't want it now. Here's one of Miss Pisaki's clips. It's in terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. Yes, yeah, so they're uh, they're the ones controlling uh, the information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I said. You've got to control the flow of information. So if Facebook is the uh, if you know if the White House is flagging information for Facebook, what they consider misinformation, then uh, yeah, I mean that's a they're definitely an an agent of the government. This, this is what this. Is. This is what I don't understand. If you're a professional and you have an opinion, that's not misinformation. Right. That's not disinformation. That's I just have a different opinion than what you have. And, right. you know, this whole thing, it's, it's all going, this whole thing is going to, into a big crap. Yeah. It really is. Here. I just, 
I, got I don't a, know what to do. I got a clip of, uh, now this is New Zealand's prime minister. So they're, you know, not, it's not the United States, but this is the direction that they're going when it comes to the truth and the government. And this is the, where we're headed here. Um, we will share with you the most up-to-date information daily. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, you can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumour you may hear, covid19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information frequently. We will share everything we can, uh, everything you are, else you see, um, a grain of salt. Uh, and so I really... Yeah, so them as the government will be the single source of truth. Yeah. Yeah, tell me that's not authoritarian dictatorship right. just, you know, just waiting to happen. Yeah. It's the, like, oh, you can't trust anybody but us. No, uh, we can't even trust you, really. I mean, the, she said it was the Ministry of uh, it's, it's the of whole health. thing is going to right, and that's straight. Mm -hmm. That's she. They's talking about the Ministry of Health, and I said that's straight out of 1984, mm -hmm. the Ministry of Truth. Here's another little clip of play of Mrs. Psaki. I don't remember what this one is. Hence, we are quite focused on communicating directly with those people. Hence, our special guest today uh, about why it's important to get vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you, even if you are under the age of 27. We need oh, yeah, we played that one earlier. Yeah, she, that was just, a, like you said, a little Freudian slip, probably. Here, here was uh, the clip I think I was looking for for her. Um when you think about it, when you have the government, an administration, a presidential administration working with a private company, a powerful one, maybe the most powerful communications platform in the world and determining what is misinformation and what isn't. And when Ted Cruz just said she, he was talking about White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, mm -hmm. who declared that those putting misinformation on social media should be banned across all platforms if banned by one. Yeah, because she said yeah, if if you're banned by one of them, so if like if they should all work coordinated together, that like if mm -hmm. Twitter were to ban you, then all of the rest of them should ban you, also, yeah. just for something you did on the other sites. Right. Exactly. Uh, Even though I didn't break the usage terms of usage on one platform just because I put out some, what they consider to be disinformation. It may not actually be disinformation. It may actually be good information right? because back when all this stuff started, they started talking about hydroxychloroquine and they all said, Oh, that's bad. You know, that's, that's not, it's not any good, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden when Trump is out of office and now just a few months into, well, it's what, six, seven months into Biden's term as president. Now all of a sudden, Oh, there could be some uh, uses for hydroxychloroquine in this pandemic. Yeah. Really? So when Trump was in office, to say this was disinformation, but now it seems it's okay. Of course, it's not. It's not as good as getting the vaccine because we all know that's what we all have to get. Right. For everybody, you know, even regardless of whether you've had this disease or not. Yeah. You that know, and I, I just. It, one of the things that Biden has said just here recently, he said it, it's now turned into a uh, a pandemic of the 
unvaccinated. unvaccinated. And that's just, yeah, that's just not true. No. There are people that are vaccinated, totally vaccinated, and they are still getting the coronavirus. Right. It's out there. But they don't want to acknowledge it because they want to pressure the people who haven't gotten the vaccine right. into getting it. And I, I heard something pretty interesting where we're talking because what they like you said what they keep disregarding is all of the people that haven't been vaccinated but who had the virus so they have now mm -hmm. a natural immunity which appears right. to be the natural immunity appears to be way better than the than the mm -hmm. vaccine um yes but here here's but something they won't acknowledge that right but here's something i i found that the Red Cross is putting out based off of the vaccine, you know, because um, if like where you've had it, you have those natural antibodies in your system, in your bone marrow, in your blood now, right? In your system, you can, mm -hmm. you can donate right. that plasma, the antibodies plasma where it's in there. And they use mm -hmm. that as treatments for uh, other patients. Other other other, oh, yeah. other covid patients but here's what they're saying now what the red cross is saying about that about the vaccine covid 19 vaccine you're going to want to listen to this the red cross says anyone who has received their covid 19 vaccine cannot donate convalescent plasma to help other covid 19 patients in hospitals that plasma is made up of antibodies from people who have recovered from the virus but the vaccine wipes out those antibodies, making the convalescent plasma ineffective in treating other COVID-19 patients. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, wow. So if you're naturally immune now and you get the vaccine, it wipes out those antibodies. So the likelihood of you getting it after the vaccine is higher if you've already been infected. Mm-hmm. Than if you never they're got the vaccine at all. Yeah. Than if you never got the what vaccine what at all. The last, thing, the last thing I heard about it was, oh, if you've had it and you get the vaccine, you'll be doubly protected. Not true. According that's to... Just, that's, according to the Red Cross, that's right. not true. And the, or whoever that lady was. Yeah, just that was to the it. director of the Red Cross. But, well, there was, a, uh, there was a gentleman that I put on that. I sent you the link. He was on the Steve Day show. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he was a... He was a doctor's doctor, so he was like, he was the he was the kind of doctor that actually helped other doctors figure out what was wrong with you, and uh, he had an opinion that that the Facebook didn't like, and I put his little interview on my web page to get that information out there, and I got uh, I got censored for it. Oh no. Yes, I did. They said, this is disinformation or this isn't totally true or whatever. And I'm like, how can you? This man's a freaking expert in his field. Right. Okay. You may not like what he's saying, but like I said, as a expert in his field, he could get up on the stand, on a witness stand in a court of law and give his opinion. Right. Whereas any other time you're you know, in a court of law, you're dealing in facts. Yeah. You know, Mr. Russell, what did you see? Mr. Russell, what did you hear? Mr. Russell, you know, what did you do? You know, not Mr. Russell, what's your opinion on this? Unless I'm a, an expert in a in a field that they, you know, they need some information in, they're not going to ask my opinion. They're going to ask me what I've seen, 
when I seen it, where I seen it, how far away I was, uh, how close I was, you know, pertinent facts. Experts, on the other hand, they can get in, they can go and they get on the stand and they can give expert testimony uh, to say, you know, hey, I'm an expert in this field. And from looking at the data, this is the conclusion I come to. Yeah. And that's acceptable in a court of law. Now, it may not be what they want to hear, which obviously it's not because right. I got, you know, I got deemed for it. But it's, you know, and there again, it's this man's opinion. Right. So they're basically, they're taking away his freedom of speech. Right. Even if he wasn't an expert, he still should have the right to present his his voice, his opinion. Yes, exactly. That's they're they they're basically taking him and making him a non-entity right. on my on my on my Facebook page and saying that he, what he has to say isn't worth our time, right. isn't worth our effort. He doesn't know what he's talking about. We're just gonna and we're 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 just you know, we're gonna shut him off or we're gonna. I mean, you can still watch the video, but you've got to right. get by that you know where they blur the screen and they say, "Oh, this is not uh, this is not good information." You're like, no. But even if it's, maybe not, it's not, even if it's not the truth. You don't combat, you know, a falsehood with just shutting it down. You combat it yeah. with the truth. Exactly. Exactly. Because the more the you just shut stuff down like that, the more it's going to build up and give it power. If it genuinely is false, if it is misinformation, it's going to just build it up even stronger because people are going to have a tendency to want to look into it more. Because you're, mm -hmm. you know, well, there must be something here. They're trying so hard to shut it down. Exactly. Um, and we know their their intentions, the truth, right? We know their intentions aren't for our good. No, obviously it's not, because they wouldn't be pushing this vaccine on people if right. it was. Well, here here's a here's yeah. the dem clip from the vaccine when Trump was still uh, when Trump was still going to get credit for the positivity of the vaccine. Here was their opinions. Mm -hmm. So let's just say there is a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. If and when the vaccine comes, and it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. You got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation so they can look and see. So there's consensus. This is a safe vaccine. If the president announced tomorrow we have a vaccine, would you take it? Only if it was completely transparent that other experts in the country could look at it. Only if we knew all of what went into it. If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. But if Donald Trump tells us I should that we should take it, I'm not taking it. Yeah, so they wonder why and there is vaccine hesitancy. Well, and here's the thing. Even when it was, you know, even if Trump would have come out with the vaccine, which I think he did before he left office. Yeah. Well, Biden was Biden was I, vaccinated I, while Trump was still president. I personally don't think that a year's worth of research is a long enough time to actually turn around and put something out to market because you've not had enough time to check, you know, long term effects. Right. 
Here I got. That's an- why we have. That's why we have the process that we have. Yeah. Is so that they can test it. They make sure everything's good with it, and they can see if there's any, you know, bad long-term effects. And one of the things that are showing up now, what is that? That swelling heart, whatever they call that. Yeah. When the heart swells yeah, up. I, I can't remember what it's called. But I yeah, can't remember the name of it, but that's, that's one of the things that they say happens. There's, uh, I've read articles where they've talked about blindness happening. My heart grew two uh, sizes that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm freaking <laughs> the Grinch. <laughs> that's awesome. But here's a clip. Uh Kind of about that with the vaccine, talking about the swine, the one that was the swine flu, the old. Mm-hmm. 2009, swine flu had an outbreak, which was called a pandemic. Millions of people died from swine flu, and they developed a vaccine then. 15 people died from the vaccine, and they yanked the vaccine, yanked it. Fast forward to today, the vaccine adverse event recording system shows that 5,946 people have died because of the vaccine. And it's still not yet. Do what? Was that because of the COVID vaccine? Yeah. 5,000 people died? Well, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it was over 6,100 when they shut the, that virus, V-A-V-I-E-R, virus, the reporting system. They, mm-hmm. uh, they were shutting it down as far as allowing uh people to actually look at it yeah so yeah but the last thing i saw i think it was over 6100 but now that's not a hundred percent guarantee that they died from the vaccine it it was cases of people who got the vaccine and then died mm-hmm. so i guess that i mean some of the things could be a possibility you had a natural heart attack say a day later two days later that maybe had nothing to do with the vaccine or maybe it did as far as this Mm -hmm. reporting system on the cdc it doesn't give the like a i mean they're not given the final cause of death i guess or reasoning it's just yeah if if somebody had the vaccine and died within i don't know what the time period is but it's like shortly after is how mm-hmm. the system is reported um right and there, there, I, I remember seeing a video back this is back when trump was still in office it was a lady in england and she had like a really advanced parkinson's type sim- symptoms you know, with all the shaking and stuff like that. And uh, she was a relatively young young woman. And uh, she said she had went to get the vaccine. And then shortly after the vaccine is when all this stuff started. So, I mean, maybe she was going to get Parkinson's later on in her old age. And this vaccine just, you know, sped that process up. Or maybe she wasn't going to get Parkinson's at all. Right. And then this vaccine turned around and gave it to her or a Parkinson's type problem. Because like I said, she was sitting there and she couldn't, she couldn't hold herself. She couldn't hold her hand still. She couldn't, she couldn't sit still. And it was just, I'm just like, and now this lady is, she's this way. And I, you know, I, I haven't heard or seen anything where it's wore itself off. I mean, she's, it may wear itself off. I don't know. Or she could be this way the rest of her life. It's almost like we got Mangala. <laughs> 
in charge of you know of all this stuff. Is my Reagan quote. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Nine words. Nine words. <laughs> they are the most terrifying in the English language and probably in any language. Yep. I'd say if we could say them in German, France, or French, and Spanish, they would be just as frightening in all those languages also, in Italian, Swahili, all that stuff. Here's another clip. Mandarin. <laughs> Definitely Mandarin. Here's another clip that we talked about a couple of weeks ago that I finally found. I look for these. These Some of these clips get harder and harder to find. <laughs> And that's when we heard the words of the President of the United States that stunned the world and shocked the conscience of this nation. He said there were, quote, some very fine people on both sides. Very fine people on both sides? Very fine people on both sides? Hmm. I wonder if he left something out that Trump said in that very same press conference. I believe we have video. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And yeah. But yet, Biden and is see, here's still the thing. If I was in, the, if I quote. was in... If I was in that crowd, I don't identify as a white nationalist or a neo-Nazi. Right. But I don't believe that you should just be willy-nilly taking statues down just because you don't like what they stand for. Right. You know, I mean, if it's – that's what they're there for. They're there to remind us. They're there to make us think. And maybe if we think, then, you know, maybe we learn something. And if we learn something, then maybe we don't re repeat a mistake. Yeah. That we already, you know, hey, wait a minute. We've been down this road before, and it's not a good way to go. We need to correct ourselves. But that's that's just me. And and like I said, if you look at, uh, if you, I like I like history, I really do. And if you look at uh, a lot of the Marxist type revolutions going on or that went on around the world in the past, they're following the same type of pattern. You know, you got to have a boogeyman. And you got to make all these crazy promises. I mean, even uh, Castro, when he was coming to power, he said that he was uh, he wasn't a it wasn't supposed to be a socialist thing. He he supposedly claimed he was doing it for democracy. See you, bye. See you. Bye. This I think did work. I think this did work out a little bit better. Yeah, the, the doing the FaceTime. Yeah, and the the audio definitely sounds better. I think. All right, man. All right. I'll see you later. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again and see you next time. In the sky, gonna have to wait for me. I can smell your lies. Watch what you say to me. Cause I done seen a lot of shit that I could never talk about.